You're listening to Visibility Vixen, episode 20. Don't be scared of your own voice. Just, you know, being you throughout because no one else does exactly what you do. Welcome to the Visibility Vixen podcast, where we create space to grow our brand with intention and clarity, one episode at a time. Join us as we explore the many aspects of entrepreneurship, start loving the journey instead of the destination, and begin building a legacy that lasts. Here's your host, Michelle Lewis. Okay, so this week is such an amazing week because we have someone that I have been admiring for six to eight months, and her name is Genevieve Jaff. So Genevieve, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Nice to be here. I'm so happy that you're here, and I want to make sure that our listeners know exactly who you are so they can be as equally impressed. So I'm going to give them a little bit of background. Genevieve is our very own sparkly lawyer here to help you cover your beautiful business booty with legit legal protection. She runs a law practice and is the co-creator of the online legal course, Damsel Goes Bear, where she educates and empowers female entrepreneurs with the legal side of their business. She also believes in magic, unicorns, pink hair, and miracles. Don't we all? So... (laughs) I love that. And Genevieve, would you mind talking just a little bit more about exactly what you do? Yeah, so I work mostly with women online business owners who fall more in the um, service-based industry. So, you know, people who are coaches, graphic designers, kind of stuff like that. Um, And really for me, I, you know, help educate them on the legal side of their business so that they can fully understand the legal stuff as well as like why it's important to kind of have it covered so my business has kind of an educational component as well as you know i offer legal documents i have a legal course i do trademarks kind of stuff like that awesome well and you know everyone that's out there that's not super familiar with the legal side of their production has just burst into like a cold sweat So I'm really glad that we're talking about this today because this is something that a lot of people don't talk about and they dive into their Mm -hmm. online business head first and start their website and start making like courses or coaching packages and they just don't know how to protect themselves. So then a year, two years, five years down the line, they encounter problems and they just don't know. So I love that this is what you do. Can we maybe dive a little bit into how you transitioned from the job that you were at and then saw this need and then took it online? Yeah, so I was working at a corporate law firm in Manhattan. And when I met my now wife, um, she was a business coach at the time mm-hmm. and had asked me, you know, like, have you ever thought of having your own business? And I was like, no, just nothing mm-hmm. that I ever thought of. Um, so you know, as, as time went on, I kind of were, I was meeting a lot of um, the the women that she was serving and, you know, the people that were in her industry and just a ton of other women who were entrepreneurs. And I, you know, was fascinated by what they did. And then I saw, you know, the lifestyle that they were living. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, that's great. <laughs> you know, not only, not only are they, you know, able to really have a ton of freedom and flexibility, but also they're really helping people and serving people and that's you know kind of something that I felt was lacking um and I wasn't really happy um in a corporate job I don't know you know a ton of people who are but um 
you know, I saw this incredible market opportunity to serve the, you know, online female entrepreneurial community in this legal aspect, which is something that was really missing. So, you know, I saw this, this void and um, figured I would take the leap to, to fill it. So I, um, about six months after I started dating Jordana, I, I quit my job and started my own business. <laughs> so it was pretty quick. And, um, it, you know, I started in January of 2014. So at this point, it's been a little over two and a half years. And it's been an incredible journey. It's been um, hard. It's been scary. It's been exciting. It's been wonderful. It's been awful. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. a, a whole mix of emotions. But um, I'm super grateful to have the opportunity and the ability to, to do what I do. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's why all of us get into entrepreneurship is seeing that void that we know that we can fill. And yours was a huge void that was so needed. And I know that things have just been exploding for you in the most wonderful way. And speaking of wonderful way, I want to congratulate you on your baby boy. That is so exciting. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're super excited. He's a coming in January and we we couldn't be more excited (laughs) oh what a perfect new year's present love it exactly exactly so let's dive into what just as people that are just starting out the main things that they need to work on and I'm thinking specifically Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know the difference between trademark and copyright can we maybe talk about that a little bit sure so that's definitely not something you need to consider right away um you know, trademarks um, are definitely something where you want to be a little bit more advanced um, because it is something that is more expensive, um, you know, and it's kind of something that your trademark really is about protecting your brand identity and preventing brand confusion in the marketplace. So you would trademark your business name, a program name, a certain phrase, a logo. That's really what trademarking is for. Copyright, on the other hand, protects original artistic expression. So that would look like a book, music, lyrics, um, art, work, um, a blog post, kind of stuff like that. So, um, so, you know, those aren't really something that I would say is a priority when you're first starting out. Mm -hmm. Um, What is a priority would be, um, you know, depending on the type of business that you're running, but getting your website documents in place. So if you have a website, there are three documents that should go on your website called a website disclaimer, terms and conditions, and privacy policy. And they all protect different areas um, of your business. So the disclaimer protects your liability. So it protects um, the information that you provide on your website. So like, for example, if you're a health coach and maybe you put recipes on there or you have some sort of um, you know, workout routine or something like that, you know, it would tell people, you know, just, you know, this isn't specific advice for, for you as an individual, but rather general information. You know, you should always consult with a doctor first, um, you know, because if someone has a food allergy or an injury, you want to make sure that they're not getting um, injured by following the advice on your website. So that's the disclaimer. The terms and conditions protect the actual content on your website. So they would protect the recipes, they would protect the fitness information, they would protect the images that you put on your site. So if somebody else came along and and stole those images or a blog post or something like that, then you would have a way to go after them and say, like, hey, you violated my terms, like, you need to take this down. Mm -hmm. Um, The last document for your website is called the privacy policy. And the privacy policy 
um, helps protect information that people give to you as the business owner. Mm. So basically, if um, you know you collect a name and an email for a newsletter or credit card information, if somebody's buying a product or program, then you would need to promise that you won't sell that information or spam them. So those are the three website documents. Um, and then the other really important thing to consider is, you know, when you're working with clients that you have some sort of agreement between them, between you and the client. So if you're doing one-on-one services, um, I call the document that I, um, you know, tell people about is called a client agreement, just straight up client agreement. It's got a ton of information about the program you're offering, how much it costs, what's your refund policy, you know, et cetera, et cetera. If you're doing a group program, or running some sort of online program or selling an online product, then you would use a different document, which is called a terms of use. Uh, on my website, it's called Terms for an Online Program to help you distinguish um, what that's for. Mm-hmm. And there's a ton of protection in there for your content, your materials, and all of that good stuff. So, you know, the, these documents are really about protecting your business. They're pro- about protecting your income, your brand, your content. You know, everything that you work really hard for, um, you know, that's what these documents are really there for. They're not meant to be scary. They're really meant to really help protect the things that you're creating and building. Yeah, and I think there is that initial fear, and a lot of people just don't do it because they aren't sure what to do. And that's where I was at, and I just gradually after listening to you and following your um, emails for a while I just gently started researching one thing at a time and broke it Mm -hmm. down and then started integrating it and the one thing I loved and I can't remember where I heard this from you I think it was from another podcast that you did but you talked about just having a little checkbox and you know saying Mm -hmm. something like you know don't pretty much don't steal from me and having them click a checkbox (laughs) and then keep going and I loved that and that's something that I incorporated not only in my client agreement, but also for my e-courses. And that was such a simple little gem that at least meant so much for me in my business. And I think that's the beauty of what you do is you take down the walls and the fears around legal protection and you make it a lot more desirable. Yeah. And it's making it easier for the client. And so like the checkbox you talked about, you know, you would use when you're selling an online program. So Mm -hmm. that's, you know, really the terms of use document where, on your invoice, it just says, you know, by checking this box, you agree to the following terms, and then it would hyperlink to the full document. And by somebody actually checking that box, that that actually constitutes a signature that they are agreeing to those terms, even if they don't read the document. Mm-hmm. So that's like the beautiful thing about it. Yes, I love that. Um, I yeah. want to get into just a little bit more about trademarking because I recently went on this journey, and I just want our audience to be. A little bit aware I originally had my uh, business name as well, my website name as Lady Printer Legacy and you know I checked everything everything looked fine there was a little bit of a trademark on the name Lady Printer but I moved forward just to see if I could get it and it turned out that I couldn't just because that person was very very protective of the name Lady Printer so I changed over to Visibility Vixen And the great Mm -hmm. thing that I had done is I had reserved both those domains like two years ago. And so it gave me that flexibility that when I got to that point of being like, okay, I do want to trademark that I had a couple of options. Can you maybe chat a little bit about having a couple options when you're moving into your business at first so you don't get too stuck on that one name that you absolutely love? 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, so going forward with a full trademark, I don't think is necessary up front, but it's Mm -hmm. very important to make sure that you're conducting at least some sort of search of the name that you want to use because I've had it happen time and time again where people will, um, you know, have a business name, they'll fully brand their website, spend all this money, and then boom, they have to change it because Mm -hmm. there's already a registered trademark out there um, either with the exact same name or phrase or something similar um, that could cause confusion. So, you know, it's really important just to make sure that, you know, you're checking it out, you're checking out other businesses. And the confusing thing about trademarks and, you know, why um, lawyers always suggest that you, you know, hire a lawyer to, um, you know, kind of do these searches is that you can't just search your specific, like, phrase. So if you have, like, a full phrase that you want, so, like, so to use you, for example, so, like, visibility and vixen, you can't just search visibility and vixen. You'd also have to search visibility mm-hmm. and see what other combinations people use with visibility. And you'd also have to search the word vixen and see what combinations people are using with that. So it's really not just about, um, you know, looking at the specific phrase that you have, but about really diving in and looking at every single combination because trademarks don't just protect the specific phrase as you register it. It protects similar sounding phrases as well mm-hmm. so that there isn't any sort of confusion in the marketplace. So, Absolutely. you know, it's not as easy as it sounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's why, you know, it is important to make sure that you are looking, um, you know, doing some sort of search at least up front so that, you know, uh, six months down the line, you're not getting a cease and desist letter from somebody else who has, you know, the same or similar business name. And then you've got to rebrand yourself completely all over again. Exactly. So what would be the process if people are just starting their online coaching business? What would you recommend aside? Like, do you recommend getting a couple different domains just so that in the future, if they run into this issue, they have other options? No, I don't. Um, you know, I, I, I always suggest, like, look, if you have a name that you're really into, you know, run a search first. Um, you know, I mean, domains aren't that expensive, so it's fine if you, you know, buy a few of them, you know, pile up, um, you know, because they're not that pricey. But, mm-hmm. you know, you might as well just run, like, invest in, in, you know, either hiring a lawyer to run a search for you or, like, you know, really trying to figure out how to do the search yourself to make sure that it's available um, because, you know, the domain, having a domain doesn't protect the name, you yeah. know, just like just because you own a domain doesn't mean that you then have protection for that name. Um, the only way you have full protection is by fully registering mm-hmm. a trademark. But if you start to use a name, um, let's say you, you're using a name for a year, um, you don't register the trademark, but you're using it. And then, you know, a year comes in and somebody else starts to use it and they register the trademark and you didn't kind of catch it first, um, you can still continue to use a name because you would have what's called a common law trademark, meaning you've been using it for a while um, and you, you know, are able to continue to use it. Um, so, you know, you do have protection if, you, if you're using it kind of first or if you've been using it longer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is good to, um, you know, get your stuff out there, but also, you know, just make sure that things are available. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Well, let's focus a little bit on you and your business. What is your biggest focus right now? My biggest focus is um, I'm getting ready to relaunch my online legal course Mm -hmm. um, in the fall. And um, so that's really the biggest focus. And then after that, I'll be taking some time off for the baby. 
So, um, you know, really just getting um, the course up and running and then getting a lot of things automated so that when I'm off on maternity leave, I'm still, you know, in touch with my audience and, you know, delivering content and delivering emails and messaging um, while I'm not there. (laughs) Absolutely. The beauty of automation. Love it. Exactly. It's a beautiful thing. Let me tell you, my whole first trimester, I was, uh, I took full advantage of that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. What is your favorite daily habit? (laughs) Um, You know, I, I'm really big into self-care and whether that's taking a nap or sleeping in or, um, you know, working out or getting a manicure. So for me, I implement some sort of self-care every day. Um, it's not always the same, but um, it's something to take care of me and making sure that I'm taking care of my body and my mind. And, you know, when I take care of myself, I'm better able to serve my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely been implementing a whole lot more with being pregnant, <laughs> um, you know, and, and slowing down a little bit. So that's really, I guess that's really, that's really what a, what's big for me right now. Well, I think that's huge. I mean, you hear burnout over and over and over again every time you're online and hearing from these other entrepreneurs and you can't really do anything successfully in your business if you're not taking care of yourself so I think it's huge I'm so glad that you brought that up it's all about living in balance totally so I want to talk a little bit about the different people who are listening right now and are feeling, you know, when you're starting out in your business, you can very easily feel invisible. So I'd love mm-hmm. to know your number one piece of encouragement that you'd love to give our listeners who are feeling invisible. Yeah, yeah, just really put yourself out there. I mean, you know, there's a, there's so many more avenues now than there were even, you know, two years ago. Um, with Facebook groups and, you know, just the ability to connect with people all around the world just, you know, without even leaving your house, which is such a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just, you know, not, don't be scared of your own voice. Um, you know, I talk a lot about in my business just transparency and authenticity and just, you know, being you throughout because no one else does exactly what you do like you do. And, you know, if you're, you know, you're here to serve a purpose and whether or not that's to touch one person or to touch millions, um, you know, people, people need you. And, um, it does, you know, it takes time to kind of get your name out there and all of that, but you just can't give up because being an entrepreneur is like constantly running a marathon, you know, it's, yeah. you know, there's always more to do. Um, so it's just really, you know, so take your time, but, you know, really just don't be afraid of rejection. Don't be afraid of hearing no. Um, some of the greatest lessons and blessings have come from really bad kind of crappy times in my business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just kind of keep going. I think that's great advice. So true. I love that you said, don't be afraid of your own voice. Yes. Such a struggle, I feel, especially for women. You know, we usually have some kind of baggage that makes us feel like we're not enough and There's nothing more transparent than being an entrepreneur. So all of your issues, all of your insecurities are going to come up. So embrace them, (laughs) work through them, heal them, and know that you've gone through those experiences to help other people with those exact issues. Yeah, and own them because other people can really benefit from from your journey as well. Like I, I talk openly about, you know, my struggle with depression and, you know, so many people 
go through that and struggle with it. And when mm-hmm. you're an entrepreneur, like, let me tell you, there's some really hard times. Yeah. And it brings up a lot of your own demons, but for other people to, to know that they're not alone and that somebody else is going through it as well. And that is able to, you know, be successful and still, um, kind of keep at it is, is really inspiring for other people. And so for me, that's why I really share things that are, you know, society would deem taboo because it's not really all about me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so true. I love that. So I'm sure people are obsessed with you by now, like I am. So let's talk to them <laughs> about where, where can we find you online? Yeah. So I, I run a really large Facebook group with my wife of all female entrepreneurs called Jenna and Jordana, your magical business. Love um, so there's a, you know, we, we love having people in there. It's free. It's a great place to just connect, ask for support and advice. Um, and then my website is genevieveshingle.com where you can find out all the things that I offer um, and ways to connect with me as well. Fantastic. And I know that you have a little gift for our listeners. So let's talk about mm-hmm. your freebies. Yeah. So um, the initial freebie comes with a legal checklist. Um, you know, just kind of a bunch of things that we talked about. You can kind of check off what you have, what you still need. Um, And then we have, um, I actually have a couple gifts that will be delivered over the course of a few days if you do sign up. Um, You know, one is a, um, an ebook that's called What the Hell Do I Need? Which is a basic legal guide for entrepreneurs. Basically, it's telling you, you know, what you really do need. Um, it's funny because that's what I would hear from people when I first started my business. Like, <laughs> I don't even know what the hell I need. So I was like, oh, great. That's the title. Awesome. Um, and then there's another PDF guide called um, Understanding Legal Contracts for Entrepreneurs, which goes through like eight different contracts. Um, and then um, also throughout the course of a few days, there are a bunch of stories just about me, about my journey. Um, I talk about how I almost had to file bankruptcy at one point. Um, so again, more transparency mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that comes with that. Um, yeah. Well, that is fantastic. You guys do not miss out on that opportunity. It's huge. It's going to save you so <laughs> much time, so much frustration. And I love that you can have someone that loves legal, loves to make it sparkly, and is in your corner. So I will put those links yeah. below. Be sure to sign up. Thank you so much for giving us some of your time today. I absolutely loved it. I know this will bring so much encouragement to all the female entrepreneurs out there. And I oh, cannot good. wait to see your son. Oh, he's going to be the oh, cutest thing. You and me both. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you and me both. Well, we wish you... But he you... still needs to cook for a while. Yes, yeah. More cooking. More cooking is good. And we just wish you a blessed pregnancy. And we cannot mm-hmm. wait to see his cute little face. And thank oh, you so thank much you again so much. for coming onto the show and giving us your time. Of course. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening in today to the Visibility Vixen podcast. Subscribe now and share with a fellow Vixen who wants to start building their visibility. For more fire in your life and brand, visit visibilityvixen.com.